Welcome to another inspirational message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. This morning, let's turn the lion loose. Amen. Come on, turn that lion loose. Amen. Amen. Come on, the lion inside of you. I want to talk to you about the uh, being an overcomer. Who, who feels like an overcomer this morning? <laughs> Amen. Probably a few of the guys do, seeing as uh, some footy results and things. They probably have made them feel a bit like winners, you know, this morning. The whole country economy will rise this week. Uh, on, we rise and fall on certain things, don't we? Who doesn't feel like an overcomer this morning? You just don't feel like one. Come on, come on. I, I've got something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you with this this morning. I uh, really, I'm going to help you with this this morning uh, because life is a life of one day at a time. Come on, you can be an overcomer today and you can do it again tomorrow. Don't look too far ahead. Oh, I don't know how I'll handle this. I'll handle that. Jesus said, didn't he say this? You know, one day at a time, sweet Jesus, tomorrow may never. Come on, you know, you live one day at a time. You have what you need for today. God has everything you need for today. Who wants to be an overcomer? Who's ready for some challenges? <laughs> Come on, life's about challenges. We face the challenges, and uh, the challenges are what we uh, designed to help us discover who's in us. And uh, we, wow, do we have somebody in us or what? We sure do. I want to talk about this morning, how you can be an overcomer. It's funny, I was, you know, I believe God's into surprises. I was watching Sam over here this morning. She was standing worshipping the Lord. And a little boy suddenly ran across her eyes, across, sort of whammed into her and wrapped his arms around. She said, first look, what was that? And it's, oh, it's you. God's going to do that for some people, amen? It's going to be, boom, what was that? No, it's God. He's, he's doing things in this place this morning. He's doing things in this place. He's awakening dreams. He's awakening new possibilities for you. And please, uh, we've got a few gray heads like ourselves in here this morning. Your job hasn't finished yet. This young lot, need we need Dad's army. Amen? I'm part of Dad's army now. Uh, Jeannie uh, knocked a whole... Uh, a whole bottle of uh, ginger beer over my jeans yesterday. So, um, yeah, I went, uh, I had to go and get a new pair of jeans. Great deal at Hallenstein's at the moment, $30. <laughs> These are called Dad, Dad, this is Dad, Dad jeans, amen? So a whole row of those for 30 bucks. So, yeah, I got into my new trousers and felt really, really good. So I'm ready for this morning, amen? And my, I had a really fancy pair of bootleg jeans, and, yeah, they're in the car waiting to get unsticky and everything else, amen? Jeannie's quite continental, you know. She sort of talks with her hands as well. That's how I got the ginger beer all over me. And uh, I was pretty uncomfortable until we found a place uh, to get some new ones. So challenge is a part of life. Is anybody not facing any challenges here at the moment? Come on, it's just life is like that. Uh, and it's how we discover. You know, my, my job is not to tell everybody what the enemy's doing. Tell you what's God doing. We need the anointing that was on a certain group of people called the tribe of Issachar knew the times and the seasons. They understood the times and the seasons. They knew what was going on. We know what's going on out there. We're aware. It's very aware of it. It's in our face every day. But what we need to know, they, they knew what Israel should do. 
We need a people who know how to respond to the season that we're in under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So Lord, I thank you this morning. You're an amazing God. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit who's so evident amongst us here this morning already. We open our hearts to you. Would you make Jesus more real to us than ever before? Do you come and be glorified in and through us and help us to discover the path, the way that you've designed for us that we can each individually walk on to bring glory to you, that at the end of our days we can hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. All of our paths are different, Lord God. Lord, each one of us has a unique part and a unique purpose in your plan. So I pray you'll just open hearts today to rediscover the significance of their lives, walk with you. We love you, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Uh, there are some rewards uh, I recommend to you reading the book of Revelation, amen. <laughs> uh, at the beginning, you'll read about the seven churches, and each one of them finishes up with to those who overcome. And I've just chosen three of them, but I recommend you go and read to them because they're all so cool. And so uh, to be, get these uh, to those who overcome, that means, yeah, it's, we don't all have the same overcoming to do. Uh, many of you right now, you're facing things you just need, you want to get over. What is it for you? For me, it's, uh, you know, uh, some loved ones that we want to see knowing Jesus. Some of those things, things that, you know, God has a promise for your generations. See, if you've sown a seed into them, you need to speak to the seed because it's an incorruptible seed. They may have walked away from the Lord, but the Lord has not walked away from them. When you sowed that seed in their life, it's still there. God keeps, right, come on, seed. I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to that seed that's been the seed of the gospel that's been put in your life. Give them no peace until they turn again to you, Lord God. God, bring in the prodigals. Amen. He devises ways of restoring them to himself. Don't get upset when they're going through hard times. It could well be God's way of bringing them back home. Amen. There's, there's so many prodigals out there waiting to come home, and they're going to be welcomed. Amen. They're going to be welcomed. They're going to get new, new shoes. Amen. New shoes. Uh, they're going to get a ring on their finger. New authority. Amen. A robe over them, the robe of God's righteousness. And on top of that, God throws a party. He kills the fatted deer. I mean, the fatted calf. Amen for you. And, uh, and you're away. Amen. Yeah, we've got a lot of venison in our freezer. It's fantastic. And so the promises are, uh, you know, the one who conquers and keeps my works until the end. To him I will give authority over the nations. And the one who conquers, I will grant me to sit with me on my throne. You know, Jesus said, when we're walking with him, that's where we are already seated. Yeah? We're seated together. Positionally, that's where we are. We're not looking this way. We're looking down on what's happening. We get a God view of everything that's happening in the world. We get a God view of everything that's happening in our lives. And we respond to what he wants. Isn't that amazing? I don't know. I can't get it into my head, but it's in my heart. I can't fully understand it, but I know it's true. That we have a place where we can actually look down on life and get a perspective on what's going on that's a God view. And we can walk in a God way into it. Amen. That's my real prayer for the church. That the church will understand and know God's will and purpose. Because we're all unique. It's different on the West Coast from here. You know, the, you know, we get interesting people in. Amen. 
And uh, they're, they're, they're fantastic. They're sometimes they're interesting, really interesting. But God loves them. And we see people coming to know Jesus and walking with him and being themselves. And so that's what he wants to do with uh, the church here in the city and in your other two branches here as well. And so I'll just, I, how many of you are uh, sort of league fans? Any league fans in the house? Rugby league? Yeah. A couple of you. There was an interesting, interesting event that came up. Now, I, I know there are moments and we have people with all sorts of opinions these days. Amen? Uh, this is my opinion. I've got a... Uh, uh, sort of a, a, a sticky thing on it because it's falling apart. Amen. But um, the Word of God is our one source of truth. Uh, opinions that we have must line up with what the Bible says. This book is your book of life. It's a spiritual book. Please, you read the book. Please read the book. Read it from cover to cover. Make it a part of who you are. Let it be. It's, it's transformational. The answer to everything you ever face in life is right here in this book. It's a spiritual book. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. He will help you. He will, he will speak to you through this book. The Holy Spirit, help me to hear what you're saying to me today as you read this book. Amen. Build your life on the book. It's, it's amazing. It's fantastic. You know, God, wherever you are right now, God's got a great life for you. May not be a lot of it left. That's all right. No, it's all right. Actually, we just we just changed church branches. There's another branch up there. You know, the church that's up there already. Amen. We just moved to another branch. We all get together again later on. So, uh, it's all right. Amen. Uh, it, 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 it's a wonderful thing when you know Jesus. You know where you're going. It's fantastic. Bring it on, Lord. But not yet. I haven't quite finished. Amen. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there was a, a situation with the, the gender identity thing. Uh, and I think it was the Manly team that were all asked to wear uh, sort of rainbow signia on their jumpers. And for some of them, that was just sort of that, you know, that's not... Uh, I mean, I, I love everybody, but I don't have to raise a flag for them. I don't have to say, you know, I, I want to be part of who you are. And so they made a stand. They were called, uh, there's Josh and Toff, the two guys, the Manly Sea Eagles. They must have decided all of a sudden, I'm going to be like an eagle. I'm going to take a risk. And so they said, no, we're not, we're not going to wear these jumpers. Uh, and uh, as a result, uh, they, man, they were totally vilified. The press, the politicians, everybody went for them. But they made a decision on the basis of their faith, their belief, what they were going to stand for. It's not that they don't love people, but they don't have to carry their flag, amen? So they made that decision, and uh, they got absolutely hammered by teammates, by everybody. They got really hammered. But their, their courage unlocked. There was five, then there were seven of them. They were called the Manly Seven who join them, give courage to them to stand. When we make a decision for Jesus, sometimes, you know, in your workplace or amongst your family or wherever, you sometimes have to take a stand, uh, not in a, you know, in a religious convicting way, because it's interesting how they, um, they absolutely uh, labeled these guys. One of the notices in the, in the news said, 
they are all religious. And where they're trying to say, hey, you know, Christians are religious, they are, you know, they've got issues. And uh, it's not easy to be a Christian and to stand, but I'll tell you what, the world needs the truth that we carry. When you make a decision to honor Jesus in your place and your workplace, wherever it is, you unlock it for others. Amen. So stand strong on what the Bible says you are and who he says you are. Stand strong and he will be with you. It may be tough, but you will give strength to others around you. So some of the things that help us in our journey, in our journey of faith, um, we, in 1 John uh, 5 and 4 and 5, can they go up on the screen? Yeah, we go. Uh, no, faith is the one before that. Is that cool? 1 John 5, 4 and 5. Everyone who's been born of God overcomes the world. How many people here have been born again? Give me a wave. You're already an overcomer, okay? <laughs> you're here. There. You're, you, know, you may be on a journey to knowing Jesus. You're already on the journey to becoming an overcomer. You're here, you know, there's somebody who's going, is determined to make you an overcomer. You can make something of your life. And so everyone who's been born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? We talked about the line, come on, we've got the overcomer living inside of us. We really have the, the Jesus, the, by the Holy Spirit, he comes and lives inside of us. He empowers and steers and opens up doors for us. Come on, you don't do life alone. This is one of my keys in life. Please don't work for Jesus, walk with Jesus. You can't do anything for him in your own strength. You can only do things for him when you do them with him. Start your day, say, look out, Jesus, look out, world, here I come. It's me and Jesus. Sit down with Jesus, say, Jesus, what do you want me to do today? What's on your plan today? I know I'm going to work, but Lord, you've got plans. Is somebody going to talk today? Something's going to happen today. There's going to be somebody who needs a miracle today. I'm going to be able to speak a miracle into their lives. Now, come on, we, we do life with Jesus. Please don't try and do it on your own. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Even until the end of the age, I will be there with you. You are never, ever alone. Once you start walking with Jesus, you are never, ever alone. Not for one moment are you alone. And I'll tell you what, when you die, you're still not alone. You go straight to be with him and you meet the Jesus in heaven. Amen. It, what, it's all good. I'm here. For, look, this Bible is good news. The gospel is good news. If we will receive what this book says, we're going to get good stuff happening in and through our life. Yes, there'll be challenges. That'll be the excitement of overcoming. Amen? Which is awesome. It's fantastic. So we've got the overcomer living in us. You wouldn't be here if you didn't have the overcomer in you or if you weren't here thinking, hey, perhaps I need something to happen in my life. And I know a number of here this morning, right now, need a miracle. I'll tell you what, your miracle is just one step away from where you are right now. You have the miracle worker living inside of you. You are surrounded by people who believe in miracles, I believe. Amen. Who will stand with you. It's important to be with you. Jesus and to be connected to his body. He, is, uh, he, he loves his church. He loves his church. There's something unique about every individual congregation. And this church has special anointing on it. Amen. To make a difference for the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, God hasn't even started here yet. 
I'm excited to hear the things that are happening. I'm great to see the nations coming in. You know, we've got the Islanders. Yeah, half of them are in Samoa at the moment, but uh, it's great having them here. We have Asia somewhere. Where are you guys from? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they, these these nations. Yeah, I love the nations. Amen. They're incredible. They're fantastic. They bring something rich. Every single one of them. And you've got uniqueness inside of you this morning. I want to talk to you about prayer power. Prayer. Come on, prayer, prayer. Who loves praying? Who prays heaps and heaps? Who wished they prayed heaps and heaps? <laughs> Oh, to be honest, Jeannie prays a lot more than I do. I mean, that, that's the truth. That, um, guys, uh, guys aren't natural prayers normally. They have to decide to pray. Amen? <laughs> and so we make the decision to pray. Tell the greatest thing you can do as a man is say to your wife, honey, do you want to pray with me? She said, what? What happened to you? Amen? <laughs> uh, and that's true leadership. Uh, but in Luke chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, I tell you, ask and it will give and be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks received, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it will be opened. Very simple, really. We ask for the things that we need. It's simple. He's a father. He gives us good gifts. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights with whom there is no shadow of turning. He loves you. He gives you what you need to do life. Amen? It's a simple prayer. It's not, hey, Father God, I, I need this, I need that, I need the other. That, that's a simple prayer. I said, okay, I hear you. I'll sort that out for you. Amen. But then the next one is about seeking. This one is often the one that's missing. Two things we seek. We seek his face and we seek his kingdom. You know, it's the worshipful aspect of seeking the face of Jesus. Not just in church with a, a wonderful worship team but in your own quiet time, seeking the face of Jesus. I sometimes lie in bed at night and my last things are, Jesus, I'd love to see your face. I really would. And I know I will one day. If he showed me now, I'd probably end up straight in heaven anyway. Amen? <laughs> because he is, Jesus is now, he, he, he's transformed. Uh, he has all power, all might. He's majestic. He's glorious. He's bigger than our problems. I'm so glad of that. Amen. About seeking his face, seeing his kingdom. Uh, I was in an interesting meeting the other day, and the guy's running out about the government this, the government that, the government that, the government this, the government today. Bro, you're under the wrong kingdom. I said, you need to be under the kingdom of God. What do you mean the kingdom of God? I went, well, God, God's kingdom. I mean, come on, he's the king of kings. There's only one king. No other king. He's, he's the real king. Amen. There's no king of the darkness. There's only his death dominion. There's no king in darkness. The king is the king. Amen. I said, and apart from that, I said, uh, I'm extraterrestrial. He said, what do you mean you're extraterrestrial? I said, I don't actually belong here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm waiting for my real place in heaven. Amen. I'm just here on a, on a visit. I'm just here to bring the good news of Jesus from, from, you know, from out there and down. So I'm E.T., amen? It's a good, it's a good conversation opening with people who tell me you're extraterrestrial. It'll, they, they will be interested immediately, amen? I, I work on those sort of things uh, as ways of introducing myself to people, amen? Uh, so, yeah, you are extraterrestrial. But the final one, of course, is when we knock, it's because we either want to get out or we want to get in. 
let me out of here. Some of you this morning are a little bit locked up in a situation. I declare right now, in the name of Jesus, your breakthrough is coming. See, the anointing, the anointing over our churches, over our Elam churches, is breakthrough. Grab what is yours. Say, come on, Lord, we have this anointing. I release it right now into this situation. I declare the breakthrough in Jesus' mighty name. You will see it. It will happen. And you just keep pushing. And if, so if you're locked in, bust your way out in Jesus' name. If you're locked out of what you see God wants for you, just keep, keep knocking. Just don't give up. Keep knocking until God comes through. And he will. Uh, one, of the, one of the things we've been doing over on the coast uh, I've managed to get the churches on the coast to pray together. Not, not the churches, the men from the churches. First of all, get men praying. That's the first miracle. The second miracle, get people from all the churches across the coast praying together. We've been praying now for a number of times. We gather, we get a really good number of guys. I think we had about um, 50 or 60 on Thursday night. We do that every month. Uh, and over this time, we've seen... God, we pray for the welfare and the prosperity of the coast. Over this last time, uh, you may notice we've now discovered gold. A couple of billion dollars worth of it. Not me personally, you know, but uh, uh, otherwise I'd be arriving in my private jet. No, I wouldn't. Amen. But, you know, the, the gold and the other things that happened at Westport, uh, that's how those shocking floods has finally been given a grant to build the stop banks and to stop the floods happening. So, you know, when, when men get together from across the churches, the unity of the churches is powerful. We're seeing things shifting in an amazing way, an absolutely amazing way. You know, God is so amazing in what he does. Uh, he's really surprised us with a, a couple who came to our church miraculously. And I mean, you know, miracle stuff. Somebody invites somebody somebody speaks or you know god brings a whole lot of things together just a miracle we had lunch with them the other day and they shared a further part of their story uh this lady had an aneurysm and it came to the point where they said look there are no signs of life um uh, i'm sorry you know you've got to prepare yourself she's gone she's not coming back uh would she be willing to donate her organs do you think and he said, no, 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 I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. Now, one of his daughters was there with a little baby. And so granddad took the baby, laid it on his wife's chest, and she responded. And uh, so he said, look, that's it, come on. So they flew her over to Christchurch, uh, and uh, we were having lunch with her. Um, she was given up for dead. But, you know, the, the faith, the overcomer thing, no, I'm not letting my wife go. I don't believe it's time for her to go right now. It's lovely to hear a similar story here this morning. So we bless the Lord for these things. Let's keep believing God for the great miracles. Again, it's the, the, the power and the wonder of prayer, and it's who's in you. Don't give up. You know, we came from UK, you know, never, never, no, never give up. We'll fight them on the beaches. Amen, amen. <laughs> yeah, a real dad's army moment, amen. Dad's trousers, dad's army, amen. It's all good. <laughs> Power of the blood. 
Can I? I'll just read it first. One John one seven. Uh, it, no, I won't read it yet. You know, the other scriptures. They overcame him, the enemy. No, by what? How did they overcome him? By the. What's the first one? Yeah. Okay, we'll leave the third one off, shall we? Amen. <laughs> but uh, no, they're all very true. Uh, the power of the blood, please, you don't need to go around claiming the power of the blood. The ultimate power of the blood is to help you to walk in purity and holiness so that you have the power to speak into situations because you're not carrying a load of junk with you as you go. And so the key to that power from the blood is right there in this verse 1 John 1 7. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus' his son cleanses us from all sin. We are called to walk in the light. If you find yourself drifting off into the shadows, away from what God, from who God's called you to be, if you find yourself drifting into the shadows, get back into the light. This is a, an ongoing, it's a continuous word that says, he will continue to cleanse us from all sin as we walk in the light. Just walk in the light of what he is showing to you in the light of his word and all that he has for you. I'll tell you what, God is wanting you to walk in purity and holiness. It's not hard. You just keep walking in the light. You see, if you have sin and stuff happening in your life, the enemy's got something, just get a hold. I <laughs> got that. <laughs> just destroy every right that he has to have a place or any authority in your life. Don't let it happen. Amen. So I'll tell you what, in Jesus' name, right now, you have the power and the authority to step into the light this morning. In Jesus' name, I just tear down strongholds and things that are holding you back from the purposes of God in your life. I lift off anxiety and fear from people. Anxiety that's been sown right across our nation. I lift it off you right now. I declare, don't be anxious. Have the incredible shalom of Jesus operating in your heart. As you walk with him, you walk in peace. I mean, peace is a, is a, is a, it's a, prime, it's a pretty wreck quality at the moment the peace of God on the inside come on it's your heritage it's what you have you can walk into the room and bring peace look when you go to work tomorrow when you go to work tomorrow you decide what the atmosphere is going to be. You don't come under the prevailing atmosphere. You create the prevailing atmosphere. You carry the presence and the power of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, with you into that place with a clear sense in your heart. I am going to determine the atmosphere in this place today. I'm going to speak peace. I'm going to speak love. I'm going to speak possibility. I'm not going to be part of the ongoing conversation that's going on in the background. I'm going to have my conversation in this place. Be strong in Jesus' name. Come on, you carry something. Wherever you put your feet, take the presence of Jesus with you. You are absolutely capable of doing that. Amen. So the power in the blood is yours. Power to walk in purity. Power to carry the presence of God wherever you go. Come on, we are change makers. You walk in and things change when you walk into the room. Things change when you walk into the room carrying the presence. Watch how that happens. I've noticed that people who normally swear their heads off, suddenly they, they stop. You know, when you, when you walk, they don't know who I am. They don't know, oh, he's a minister, we'd better behave ourselves, you know. They don't know who I am, but you see things change when you walk in because you carry a presence that 
overrides every other place. His name is above every name that is named in the heavens and the earth and under the earth. Come on, we carry the Prince of Peace in our own hearts and our lives. We carry the overcomer. We carry the one who has all authority above every principality and power, every name that is named. Above all of that is the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Let's be who we are today. Come on, let the lion out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Interesting, uh, you know, at the moment uh, in Matthew chapter 4, 19 and 20, Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Come on, Jesus, Jesus came to make something of us, to transform us. Our life is not so much about what we do, but about who we become. We are becoming those who reflect the presence of Jesus into our world. When he changes us, we automatically begin to bring change wherever we go. Come, then you will be a fisher of men. Then people want to have what you have when they see the evidence of his work in your life. Come on, you can walk into a place and say, look, you know, you know who you're walking with. You know you're walking with Jesus. Said, follow me, do every day with Jesus and watch what he'll do for you. The people you hang with are the people you become like. Just keep hanging with Jesus. Just keep hanging with Jesus. He's good. He's awesome. He can take you. He can change whatever's going on in your life right now. Come on, the people here this morning who right now think, man, what's going on in the world? Never mind about that. What's going on in me right now? What's Jesus wanting me to do right now? You see, when you're in a place of anxiety and depression, everything, you just, just do one thing at a time. Just do something. Go wash the dishes, make the lunch, sweep the lounge, and whatever you've got to do. Just start doing things and start walking towards what Jesus has got for you. Don't Stay where you are. Today, I'm asking people to take a step, one step towards who God wants you to be. You don't have to rush. You don't have to instantly change. Take a step toward Jesus this morning. Say, Jesus, I'm stepping back to you. Many of us call ourselves followers of Christ. You know, a Christian, say, I'm a Christian. You can say that easily. You know, I've made a decision to follow Jesus. That's great. But we can't all say, you know, I'm a follower of Jesus. Every day is a day when I walk with Jesus. I want us all to be followers. Can we have some followers out there? this morning please come on people who follow him who walk with him who become Jesus into their world wherever you are amen and my <laughs> this is what I love we, we're living in Hawketicka okay I'm uh, half an hour away from the church uh, because I'm a coach if I was living next to the church that'd make me do everything amen so uh, we're in Hawketicka uh, we live up on the same level as the airport and the planes pretty much flying just just about over our heads when they come and go, there's not many of them, it's good. And, uh, but we're looking out uh, across all of Hokitika, look straight down, I can see Eoraki Mount Cook, the ocean's over here, the snow-capped mountains are over there, that's my view out of the window. But what I love watching, and it's a bit windy, occasionally we get a breeze, uh, I watch the seagulls. I watch the seagulls. I think, man, that's how to do life. Look at them. They're not even flapping their wings. They're just riding the wind. They're not stressing. And I think, oh, you know, what am I going to have for lunch today? <laughs> They're not stressing at all. They're just riding the wind. And I, I love the scripture in John chapter 3 and verse 8. It said, the wind is where at that moment, the guys, you know, you know, what do you mean born again? What's that? Have I got to go in my mother's womb all over again? Says, no, 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 you've got to be born again by the Spirit. And John 3, 8 says, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from 
or it goes. So it is with everyone who's born with the Spirit. I look at that and I say, Lord, that's my life. I, 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 I don't want to stress. I just want to flow with you, Holy Spirit. Whatever you want me to do, I'm available. You know, that's, that's been our life. Been our life. You know, we've moved on the call of God every time. Why didn't you stay where you were? Well, we know where the wind was blowing us somewhere else. You know, we're just riding the winds. I want you to get that picture this morning. We began with sea eagles, the footy team. I mean, they're, they're the big birds, you know. We finished with seagulls. But Lord, uh, I, I want you to, I want everyone here today to know that life is not about stress. It's not about worry. It's about rest. We rest our case with him. I am who I am because of what he did for me. When, when Jesus went to the cross, I mean, you might have seen, you know, the passion of Christ and the, oh, you know, the, the cross is awful, and it is. It's the most horrific way he could possibly die. But that's not the real price that he paid because others, others were crucified. But what he did uh, as the pure, holy, perfect son of God, he took upon himself the horror of the sins of the whole world, your sins, mine, on his pure and perfect body. That was, that was his cry. When he was in the garden, that's why I was saying that, that was the battle. He won the battle before he went to the cross. He won it in the garden. He said, Lord, if, it, if it's possible, is there any other way? But nevertheless, not my will, but yours. And so he bore your sins, he bore mine, so that we don't have to carry them. He went to that cross to take away everything that's horrible, everything that's evil from our lives and to give us a new life. I mean, the price is incredible. Please don't let anyone undervalue you. You are worth what he paid for you. He paid the ultimate price for you because he loves you. And today, I want something just to settle in your heart to know, wow, Jesus is amazing. I, I just want to be all he wants me to be. I surrender myself to you today, Jesus. Jesus, would you... <laughs> Just be everything to me today. I want to ride the wind of your Holy Spirit. I want to be who you want to be and be where you want me to be and do what you want me to do, Lord God. Oh Lord, I release across this church right now. I thank you, Lord, they are on the edge of a new season. There are good things happening, but it's the beginning of a new season. And I just declare there's coming a push, a push, a push. I just release everyone to be a part of praying in the days ahead for the life of this church because God has raised you up to make a difference yes alongside others to make a unique difference in what God is doing in this place you're going to bring freshness and freedom no religion just Jesus into this place and the days are coming right now I can can we all just stand for a moment, please? God's, God's not looking for superheroes. He's just looking for you and for me. 
He's not looking for super healers, super miracle work. He said, look of you and me. He said, you, you're, you're my agents. You're, you're, you're the ones I want to use. You just lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord, I offer you my hands. You now these hands can be offered in worship, offered in prayer. They can reach out in a practical way to help people. They can also reach out and lay hands on sick people and see them recover. They can release miracles. We need, we need the whole church. We, we're all the ministers. We are, we are the ministers. All of us are ministers of the goodness of Jesus. This has been another great message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.